Hello, I'm Ricky Dreamer, and you're tuned into the DUI Rule, an interactive platform for future dreamers and influencers who strive for more. I'm reporting from in your studios in Richmond, VA, and on this episode of the DUI Rule, we'll be talking to Mikey Cole and Akeem Rolock of Mikey Likes It Ice Cream, the world's first pop culture-infused ice cream right. shop. Oh. Oh. I know that I'm worth it. I got dreams. What if they not bigger than my purpose? I ride alone, far away from home. Days turn to months, hair ain't seen a cone. Rick told me keep dreaming. It's foreign cars still leaning till I reach my zenith. Seems I took the scenic, redefine the meanest, justify ends. Just impose our goals until we meet the end. It's all God's doing. We just dream as using non-fluence and it might just take us round the globe. The DUI rule, we welcome you to the fold. You know we got that fire, shelter you from the cold. And that's Ricky P, he putting you in the know. Water for your seed, seed for you to grow. And I'm Michael Millions as if you didn't know. First and foremost, I just want to thank Mikey and Akeem for being on the show today. Thank you guys for just joining us. Appreciate it. Appreciate it. Um, I think this is going to really be a good episode. I'm really intrigued, even learning about the backstory for the both of you guys. But before I start on this any episode, I really just like to give my guests a platform and just really talk about, you know, what it is they do. I feel like, you know, as a person, you really can describe or even tell the story of who you are the best. So, Mikey, I'll kind of give you the floor and um, just kind of really explain, you know, who you are and what it is that you do. Well, myself as Mikey Cole, I'm, I'm the uh, face of Mikey Likes It Ice Cream. Um, I, I make ice cream for a living. And, uh, you know, this has become my passion. And uh, I enjoy what I do because... I'm actually able to turn a dream into a reality. And every day, we, you know, we get up um, as a team and try to make things work. So it's like, you know, that's that's exactly what I do all day. You know, I, I, I live out my my dream and I put smiles on other people's faces. And that, that basically puts a smile on, on my face, on our team's face. Now, that's awesome. That's awesome. I know uh, we also have a king with us. So, um, Akeem, like, I guess really kind of talk about, like, how you fit into the business and, like, what's your role? Right now, I'm doing all, like, the marketing and business operations. So, I'm basically helping with the growth, you know, the structure of our business. Oh, cool. You know, um, it's, it's really like a good cop, bad cop thing. Mikey's a good cop. I'm the bad cop. Uh, sometimes he may have, like, some great some great ideas. They might be a little too big. Not saying any of too big. But, you know, we just try to organize our thoughts. And that's my job is to really get it out there, organize some thoughts, get it done. You know, and the the most corporate professional level as possible. You know, no, um, and we just try to have fun with it too. You know, no, I definitely see you guys having fun. I um, I really became hip a few years back. Um, my wife actually got me hip. Um, she's kind of like a foodie on the low, and she mm -hmm. came across like the IG page, and I think like just the marketing and the presentation was the first thing that kind of just caught my eye. Like, wow, this is something different, and. I know like the fact it was in New York and just like the whole theme, I think you guys take with your branding with throwing hip hop or pop culture in it was, I think an interesting spin that like we really didn't see anyone do. And so I kind of just even want to talk about like, you know, how did it start or like what, what was that process like? 
Well, um, I mean, the, the, the idea started, uh, you know, in everything they say, something bad must happen for something good to happen. So, like, the idea literally happened. Um, an aunt of mine named Aunt Lucy, her name was Luciana Benito, she passed away. And to me, she was, like, my, one, my favorite aunt, but my aunt that, like, she would always try to teach you a lesson. And um, what was cool about her was that as a youngster walking to school, she would take me to school and she'd tell me, like, you know, handle yourself like this, you know, pick up your pants, you know, do this and stuff like that. So, like, I had a real attachment to her as growing up. And she would take me to cooking classes as a young kid oh, after cool. school. And um, I learned how to cook through her. Um, and then when she passed away, unfortunately, um, I had to clean out her apartment and as I was looking through her belongings, I found a cookbook that she was just had her recipes together. And one of them happened to be a vanilla ice cream recipe. And so I had ample time on my hands. I decided to start working on that recipe and I would tweak that recipe. And that recipe has actually become the base of all the ice creams that are made at Mikey Likes and Ice Cream. No, that's, that's amazing. Um, that's amazing, man. You know, and, and utilizing her message... That's the message that we teach, like, through our product. It's like, you know, being part of the community and also being using the tool of ice cream as, uh, as, as positive reinforcement to the community. Now, I hear you're talking a lot about the community. Um, I guess, like, I even read, like, you guys do a lot of stuff in New York just within the community. Can you talk about that, like, the things you're doing? Yeah, um, for we 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 do stuff from the heart. So like, it doesn't for us. It's not like it's not like we get up and figure out like, hey, let's do something to impress anyone. We just mm -hmm. understand the setbacks and you know minor things that people go through as urban people, and that's everyone that lives in the city. So it's like you know, imagine you know you get up and you know you're just facing a hard day. For us, like for Thanksgiving. You know, we put out turkeys and had all the fixings and served them out to people awesome. with dessert, you know, and, and we, we give away coats for Christmas. And, you know, for us, we just come from the heart. Um, yeah. And another thing, too, Mikey, I know, like, let me chime in a little bit. Like, when we do things like this, we're not doing it for the less fortunate, you know? We're doing it for everybody. So, like, that's good. Like, when we, like, when we do Thanksgiving dinner, we're doing it. We're doing it for the neighborhood. We're not doing it for... Like, you know, like, I get it. Like, our concept or the idea, people might, like, oh, it's Thanksgiving, it's Christmas. Nah, there's a lot of people who don't have families, even the people with money. Like, you know, there's people, we are, like, we are the East Village, you know, in a sense. You know, even though I'm not from there, but a lot of people still come there for Mikey, and they come for our, you know, the, the experience, you know? No, it's, um, all, it's awesome, man, even see yeah. how you guys are, like, building this sense of community around ice cream. You know, like, right. yeah. it's something like you... It, you wouldn't think of it, but I think, like you said, it's not it's not just, oh, like, we're always going to do this. Because I even read something like you got sponsored, like, a girl to go to, like, a camp one time. And it definitely yep. seems like whatever is the need at the time and if it's kind, it kind of fits or it makes sense for you guys, you go with it. So I definitely yeah. applaud you on that. Just the community piece, like, you guys are making, like, an impact in New York. Like, I think that's incredible. Um, right. No, nah, you guys go yeah. on my floor. Oh, uh, no. Nah, and what you'll see, too, is like with us, 
where we're putting like the new locations, they're not the place where you think they would should be. Like, you know, like we get people call us every day for like real estate, be like, oh, put it here in the Upper East Side or no, we're cool. We're cool with our people, you know? We're cool with the urban community. Like, we're not afraid to put a business here because, you know, the crime rate is high or whatever. We're trying to change all that, like, little by little. Like, I, doing ice cream classes, Mikey's positivity. You know, that's that's the goal. That's what we're really trying to do. To shock the world, you know? So it's like, yeah, and he's correct. He's correct because, like, when you look at it, you know, you look at the community, right? And you look at, you look at things that people do because they say, oh, you know, my back is against the wall. I need a little bit of this. I need a little bit of that to get ahead. And, and you know, it's not like we're older than many people, but how many times have you been taught a lesson that you kind of understand what the lesson was when it was being taught to you? Mm. So it's like, for us, like, you know, we teach each other. Um, you know, we eat with one another. You know, we understand that things happen and I might not know what's going on, but Akeem is able to tell me like, hey, you got to look at it from this angle. And so we learned that everybody has a different vision or a different view to solve a problem. Um, and so sometimes the ends does not justify the means. It's so like, you know, um, you look at the story here, like, you know, I, I've, everyone has done bad things before in their past, but it's how you rebound from that situation to take it to the next one to actually grow. And that's what we're doing here, like, we get kids who are four years old who come into the shop and they're like, Mikey, I haven't seen you in two weeks. I, I went on vacation. You know, I saw my grandmother in Italy and I was talking to her and I had this. And it's like, great. And for that now we know, how can I connect with this kid? Mm. So here we are and say, you know what? How are your grades doing? Do you listen to your mother? Do you see your father? You listen to them when they tell you not to do stuff? You understand that they love you even though they're punishing you. And then we become like their quote unquote uncle in a way. So like there are people who come and look for me. There are people who come and look for Akeem. There are people who come look for people in our staff because the kids create that bond wow. with us. And then it's us now to help. You know, they say a village raises a child. So it's us to play the role of that village and nurture a child to do the right thing even when no one is watching. You know, and that's all you instill in anyone, you know, and it's like if we can continue that, then the community gets that, 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 that next hand. And then you have kids who instead of coming outside and saying, hey, I got to I got to steal five dollars to get a meal. You get a kid who actually comes out and says, hey, sir, how you doing? I, I unfortunately need five bucks. Do you mind if I sweep and clean the front of your store for an hour? Should I get a sandwich? And now you took that kid from making a bad decision to making a better one. Nah, like you know, like, you know, this is amazing. The theory. This is this is like really amazing because not only is it, I believe, like the concept you guys have is is very innovative and just when you think of like an ice cream parlor, but I think even like the community stance you're taking is like it. It almost reminds you, like you know, like. Back in the day, you know, like I want, you know, like the whole mom and pop experience where like these people knew you where I see like you're, you're giving a lot of life skills to like these kids or these people in the community where, you know, that's the impact. You know, like you said, you're you're preparing like the next generation or just t 
teaching them the things you you learned over the years, and I, I think that's incredible. Like the fact that your team, you know, even sees that vision where, you know, how how can we just be the the positivity in the community, man? That's that's awesome. And you know, and when you learn in that way, when you open your mind, you know, it's understanding that like there's times that even myself, like I have to learn. I'm no bigger than anyone to take a lesson. Here I have a brother here who takes his time out to stop and say, hey, Mikey, you got to do this. You got to do that. And if I'm not coachable or able to learn, I'm not helping him at all. Mm. So, like, there are times when Akeem tells me, yo, bro, you got to do this. Or, you know, you acting a fool. And I'm like, you know what? All right, I got to make a decision and do it. Because it's, 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 it's something that I didn't see. Or even, you know, sometimes we think we know it all. How many times can someone tell you you're 13 going on 30? You know, you get the little kid thinks he knows everything, you know? And so, like, I myself have learned from doing something wrong to say, I hope other kids don't run into the same problem like I did, you mm. know? And then the one class that you're not taught in school is entrepreneurism. That's the one class that we're not taught in school on oh, how right. to build your own business. And so we look at it. The times are hard. It's hard to do certain things. But here we are saying, guess what? We're going to start something different, something new to help change the community, our community, or even all communities in the future. That, that's what keeps the mom and pop shops alive. No, that's the, that's the essence of it. I think, you know, um, just even I think we've seen with more businesses, even like big corporations, you know, corporate social responsibility. Like, what are, what are we doing in the community? Like, what's our, like, social impact? And I think the factor, like, where you're building your brand, um, how you're building it, it is always going to have that sense of community where, like you said, the experience. When people come in, it's going to feel like home or it's going to it's going to feel like a place I can connect to where it's not I'm just coming in here to buy ice cream, you know, so much more. Nah, this is good. Um, let's kind of go back to even like how it started. I know you said you found your aunt's cookbook and it had a recipe for vanilla ice cream. But um, like even with like how many attempts did it take you to really, I guess, find like the right way to kind of, you know, get this this recipe going that served as the foundation of um this everything else? Uh, I, I'm one. Akeem will tell you off offhand. I go to the supermarket, I end up buying stuff I'm not supposed to buy. That's that's the first problem. So you put me in the aisle, I'm all the way to the other side buying. So I'm like, they got hot sauce. He's like, bro, put the hot sauce down. That's how we came in for. You know, so like I I, I myself have spent countless dollars, but it was more of always thinking of the experience and creating like I hate chocolate ice cream, me myself. But I decided that for me to make a chocolate ice cream, I have to make the best chocolate ice cream for the chocolate lover. So I mm. must take myself out of my shoes and become a chocolate lover and then create. And um, we don't hold back on anything. Like, no matter what an item costs, like, we go out there and get it. Like, we don't really care about the price. Even though things are pricey, but, like, we use, like, a certain type of cream that's a little more expensive. You know, we use proper sugar. Like, everything we use is, you know, a little more expensive, but it's about the quality of what we're going for, you know, that's um, great. Like, it's a, pre it it's a, a premium experience. Nah, definitely, definitely. It's a premium experience. That's great. Definitely. You so, know, and, and 
and it's cool. It's a cool experience. That's good. It's good. So um, let's kind of get into even the brand. I know um, for people who don't really know what Mikey likes it is, and I think the one thing that really sets you know you guys apart is the names for your flavors. So let's kind of get into that. Like, how did that idea come about? And I guess even explain some of you know your top selling flavors right now. Um, the naming process, like it, basically the whole, we are the world's first pop culture ice cream. And it's like us as pop culture, hip hop culture, we move, we are all experienced the same thing in different times. Like how many times for Christmas do you watch, you know, channel 11 and the Ralphie Christmas stories on? And you're like, I'm not watching that this year. I've seen it 10,000 times in my life growing up. But yet we all end up watching the leg lamp somehow <laughs> during the day, you know. Um, yeah. And what I took from there was saying that there's a lot of times we all deal with the same scenarios, but differently. And the way to create that that moment was to take us back to those 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 times when it was about a smile on the face and sitting with a group of people. Um, that are creative minds, you know, we end up bouncing ideas over one another that everything just falls into place. And, and so it's like when you come up with, you know, Ice Ice Baby, that was a Vanilla Ice song, you know, mm. he said Ice Ice twice. For us, that's a triple vanilla we use. So it just, it warms you up or gets you just to a moment where you're like, oh, I remember that. So then it's like, since you remember that, it gives you a chance to say, well, gives you a chance to say, okay, I can I can give you a try on that flavor. And then once you try the flavor, it's on you now. Because vanilla is the first thing that you taste before you usher your taste buds to other flavors. Mm. You know? And and that's where like, you know, we have a uh we had a mint condition, we had the Brady Bunch, which is the Brady Bunch was a banana pudding ice cream. Um, but just things that that I remember as a child, Akeem remembers growing up. And, and other guys that sit with us, it's a way that we're channeling your inner childhood memory um, through the product and medium of ice cream. Nah, uh, I think I think that's definitely cool because, like you said, it's a whole experience where I think it's like almost like a nostalgia, you know, that I'm I'm walking exactly. in, and if you know, like you said, if if you're almost in your late twenties, thirties, or something, like a lot of things you're saying. Like you, you know, somebody I remember from their childhood or like whether it's a song or group or TV show. So now I definitely think it's super cool. Um, so now for Akeem, um, I guess kind of it's time to talk about like the marketing, you know, like the business development side. I know you, um, you guys are mentioning like some new locations. So it's kind of talk about like what's going on with that. Um, right now, we, right now, we did, I'm, my goal was when I first got the Mikey's is to really show the world something amazing. You know, like, when I first came, honestly, it took me a little while to get on Mikey's team, honestly. Because um, at first, I didn't want to do it. Like, I had a homeboy who connected, who was a personal friend of me and Mikey's, which is a part of our team also now. Um, I was doing some other stuff in the, the industry of clothing, and I just didn't see it at that time. So what happened was me and Mikey, uh, so I guess we got, we got invited. So, you know, man, DC's from Love & Hip Hop. He wanted to start a, a clothing line at one point. So I brought him to Mikey's. So I knocked two birds with one stone. 
and I met Mikey for the first time, and I had the ice cream, and then I was like, nah, this is amazing. Like, and it was like my first marketing thing with Mikey because I was able to give Mikey a look with man DC, the you no know, photos and things of that nature. And it was just good. a good connection. Like he just became my friend, you know? It was more than like business. Cause at first I asked Mikey, I was working a nine to five that I hated so much after that. And then I would still come to the shop no matter what time I got off. So I would work my regular job no matter what time I got off and run to the shop. That's what I'm saying. Hold on, man. Was, hold on, hold on. See, this is the part that makes me excited. I, I hear people talk about like the hustle, the grind. So like you, you're saying like you was working a nine to five, like when you get off your right, nine to five. Yeah, nine to five at a hospital. My mom had got me the job because I was going, you know, you know, so like, like me personally, I'm not, I'm not, I never been rich. I, I've I come from like really nothing. That's how I look at it. My mom had got me the job and my mom hated the fact that I was trying to be, I guess, be creative at work, if mm. that made any sense. Like, no, I, no, mom, I, I definitely I, get it. Like I would tell my mom I'm doing this and she'd be like, okay, what's that? That's not paying the bills. Or do they have benefits? Da, da, da. And I used to tell Mikey these stories all day. I used to get off of work and I hated my job. I was working at a hospital and I used to hate it, hate it. I used to be like, Mikey, I got to get out of here. Mikey, me and Mikey used to have conversations every night while we were making ice cream. Me and Mikey would be in that. Me and Mikey literally would be making the ice cream at first. I'll be at the counter. He'll be in the back. When we had to work Fridays and Saturdays, that's how we did it. We, then people started to see me more in there. Um, and then it just started to stick with a lot of people. But again, then I took the leap of faith. I said, yo, Mikey, yo, listen, this is how we're going to do it. At first, we wasn't really making a lot of money because we were trying to figure it out, you know? I was like, Mikey, I'm going to quit my job. Boom. I quit my job just out of the blue. Like, I just, I couldn't do it no more. It was the most depressing job to me. And I, I don't knock anyone with a nine to five, but it just wasn't for me at the time. You know what I'm saying? So I, me and Mikey took a leap of faith and now we're here. Um, and I come from a marketing background because I had other great, I was put in a lot of great positions before Mikey's. So I was able to take the marketing from Mikey and join it with music, clothing. Like we, we just came back from LA meeting with the hundreds and we oh, just came back. Um, oh. We were running around LA meeting with everybody, you know, we built a lot of connections in the industry. Um, and Mikey comes from a, a sneaker background also. So all our friends were kind of intertwined. So if I would go to Nike, I would do something with Nike. Of course, Mikey knows someone at Nike already. Or if like we did like last summer, it was like our most successful summer for me because I got everything I wanted to do throughout. Everything I wanted to do, I got it done. Fuck, I know you got ice cream somewhere, so I know you got Yeah, like I got everything done in one summer. So one summer I was able to knock out at least like four or five sneaker collabs with ice cream. Oh wow! So that summer we literally took over. We did the Rayquan release with Sacconi. We did uh, the concept release with uh, a couple of them. We did New Balance, Nike. Uh, we did the stuff. We did we, did, we knocked it out in one summer. So the marketing, I, I try to do the marketing of a of every age group. You know, like I I love to just have fun with it, and it just helps. You know, like no cook. This ice cream shop is different, always going to be different because of the mold that we build for it, you know? Yeah. So kids come in there and they be like, yo, you guys did the ice cream for those sneakers or this sneaker or this sneaker or even venturing out to D.C. Like with Uncle Scooty and those guys in D.C. doing a grilled cheese party. We do, we, we are a part of that. Like I make sure we are a part of that. So I use my connection that was in clothes because, you know, I don't know if you know Scooty, but Scooty does premium so And, you know, we make the connection from there so that works. Oh, that's awesome. Yeah, so that's the marketing side. I'm just, I'm just trying to deliver some great stuff, man. Really great stuff to the world, and hopefully it's appreciated. You no, know? 
Nah, every I, location I, that we open, I'm gonna keep going. Good. So how many um how many okay locations are you guys about to open or like what's what's uh, the right plan? Right now we we got one we got one right now. They're about to open two. Uh, two is gonna be special. It's Harlem. It's gonna be in Harlem. I'm not good. I don't addresses, but this is gonna be special. Okay. For me and Mikey, because it's the first time we ever get to do. It's the marketing behind this is gonna be amazing, and it's gonna be fun. It's gonna people are not gonna see what's coming, but that's yeah, good. We're working on this one, and then we're probably gonna have the West Coast, and probably head back down to Florida. But right now, Harlem is the, the main goal for us right now is to get that open. Nah, man, I'm, I'm really happy for you guys, man. It's even something, even for my guests to kind of give you an understanding of um just the caliber of people to come to this ice cream shop. You know, they've had future. Smoke Dizza, Mac Wilds, um, Nigel Sylvester, you know, so like this ain't just your normal, you know, ice cream shop. It's, it's a lot of big things happening. And in fact, you guys about to have Harlem, you talking about West Coast and like even Florida, man. I, I know just success is just going to keep coming. Just like, I think, you know, you have, you have a winning combination, I think with Mikey's passion, you know, just for, you know, ice cream and I think with your um, marketing background and the savviness of it, and you you guys both care about the community where, you know, I think it's a lot of winning combinations you guys are creating. And, and also what works is like, I also think like, you know, like we don't, as, as much as like, as much as we stay out there, we're also, what's, what's great about us, which I really, really appreciate is that we're, we're a hidden gem in New York City. Like, there's a ton of people who do know about us. There's a ton of people who are not from New York who know about us. But what's awesome is that every day you get one person that walks in that's like, I'm nowhere from close to New York City, but I came here to have some ice cream. Hmm. You know, and, and that's that's like, to us, like, you know, I think it's great because it's like, that shows us that a little room a little space, as people say, less is more, is able to get its voice and vision across to people and that, that someone is actually listening to us. Because sometimes as you just, you know, just get caught up in the matrix of the world, you forget to realize, like, does someone really hear my voice? Does someone hear what I'm doing right here or not? Mm. You know, and, and when people come in and they reassure us of that, it lets us know that it's like, we're going to work two times harder this week. We work two times harder this month, you know, and we're going to really work to get ourselves more together and more game ready to show people that like, all we need is a shot. You know, um, we were lucky that Hillary Clinton came to our shop out of the blue. Oh, wow. Just to have ice cream out of the blue. She decided to come in and have some ice cream with us. And what was cool about that was that Akeem nor Mikey is into politics. We're into the community and serving ice cream. And here comes a lady running for president who decided to come in and have ice cream with us. You know, and, and that speaks volumes. How did she hear of us? You know, little things like that. Like, that's what's great about it. So it definitely keeps us, you know, in a working zone to continue. That's good. I guess one of the questions I want to ask next, what keeps you motivated? You know, it seems like um, you guys have accomplished a lot, but um, seems like 
you still got that vigor almost like you, you just started. You know, even that's how you talking, like just going like two times harder this week or two times harder this month. Like what keeps you going? What motivates you? Um, I mean, honestly, uh, my brother, you know, my brothers, my team, mm. you know, they keep, they keep me motivated. Cause it's like, we all in this together. You know, it's, it's not, you know, I'm, I'm lucky. I'm, I'm, I'm happy. I'm grateful. I'm proud to be the face of the organization, but it's not me who makes everything happen. If I don't have a great squad, a great team with me, I'm nothing. I'm just a guy in a room making ice cream. And it's like the more and more that, you know, we are like Dorothy on the yellow brick road, making it happen. Like we are on our way to the wizard. And it's like, I appreciate it when, you know, I might get up and I'm having a bad day. Akeem calls me like, Mikey, listen to this. You know, don't worry about it. We're going to do this. And it's like, you know what? Thank you. I needed that. You know, I needed that little gut check. You know, I need that little slap me in the face, that wake up call. That's like, hey, you know, this is what we're doing. And that's, that's, all I, that's all I get proud for. You know, knowing that I got a team that helps my goals. But it's not my goal. It's all of our goals. So it's like, you know, that's really what keeps me going every day. Nah, that's good. It's good. Um, I guess, like, what advice would you guys have just for someone who wants to enter into entrepreneurship um, but doesn't know where to start? Nah, you, I, I was just, I just did something with DJ Envy a couple of days ago, and there was a bunch of kids in there. And I was just listening to that advice. They was t- like, you know, me personally, I'm like, Mikey knows me. I'm like, he calls me like the bad, like I'm really, I'm not the bad guy, but I just like to tell you what it is. Because what happens is when you walk into rooms and you go talk to kids and you go give the advice, me personally, I'm going to tell you what happened to me. I'm going to give you my real. My real is, my real is probably, I can relate to some of these kids in here. Like, I can relate to, like, I went to a group home. I can relate to these kids, you know? Like, my mom was in the group home system. Like, you know, I was, you know, we was broke. We almost got kicked out of our cribs. You know, it was time we was late with rent. You got to relate. You got to relate. If your story, if you got a story to tell, tell your story because you know what your story is going to build what you want to be you know like that's how i always look at things i look at things like i didn't go to college for marketing though but someone gave me a chance and told me yo you got to get something for something i'm like all right cool let's do it i think i think i think at the end of the day it's just really just going out there and learn like it's 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 an inner thing to me to me it's an inner thing like it's not in a book it's not it's not no it's not a book I, I'd say self-teach yourself. Like, use YouTube, use the internet, use everything. Like, look at all these companies. Like, you want to be, like, it's the same thing. Like, I never doubt anyone doing anything. You want to be a rapper? Cool. They got SoundCloud. You know, they got iTunes. They got TuneCore. You go sign up to do this. You want to you make ice cream? There's YouTube videos to try to make ice cream. You want to make cakes for a living? There's, there's, there's things you can learn. You want to do makeup? On the internet. The internet is a big thing. We didn't have the internet as kids. As people have it now. Are you right? I'm, I'm yeah, I'm still pretty young. So, like, when people, when you think about it, like, when you give advice to someone, I just want to be real with you. I want to be real with the person that I'm talking to. But when I give advice, I'm going to tell you, at the end of the day, it's what you want to do. It's all inside. It's a motivational thing. You got to get up every day. And what drives you? You got kids. You got, you know, it's just like a bunch of things. It's really hard. But, like, at the end of the day, you probably just say, yo, just be yourself. Self-teach yourself. Learn. Like, why don't. And I say this to my friends, my, Mikey's my hero. 
My boy Will is my hero. My my boy, my, the store name the Nick is my hero. Those are people that push me. Like find people that push you. You know, get a nice yeah. little team together. Work together. Like it's nothing wrong with working together with someone. You find people that's doing the same thing you're doing. Work with them. It's a passion. There's a uh, there's a million people out here doing a podcast. What makes you special? You know. Like, uh, exactly. I'm, I'm, I'm gonna give the world this. I'm gonna give them the real. I got a team that's gonna help me give the world the real. You know. Everybody wants to deliver something. I say just deliver your best, man. Just 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 deliver your best, man. Just keep keep learning. Don't stop learning neither, man. Yeah. That's the main thing. Don't stop learning. That's it. Hey, so I guess Mikey, anything else you wanna um I guess say or No, like I'm 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 trying to say I'm grateful that I'm grateful for you know having a team that one believes, but like they step up to the plate and that makes you want to step up to the plate even more. Um, you know, it's not a competition of yourself. It's about the team versus everything else. And it's like, what's cool is like, you know, they say you got to be able to do whatever you like and be broke about it. Like, you know, get, get ready for sleepless nights. Get ready for ramen noodle dinners. Get ready for tuna fish out the can. You know, because you're investing in yourself. You know, and it's like real life is way harder than college that, you know, any lesson college can teach you, you know, but like true brotherhood, true, true love that you find in individuals is priceless. Like, honestly, you know, and it's like when someone tells you what it is, you know, it's a fact. It's not like they tell you, you might not want to hear it, you know, but that, that that's supposed to get on to you and say, guess what? I'm going to do the best I can to, to do better. So. The next time you try to gut check me, I don't think you have to tell me much. You know what I'm saying? Like that's <laughs> nah, that's sense. what it's about too. Whole being accountable, you know. And it's like there's things that 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 we all look at in life that we might you know. Like me myself, I ignore certain things, and I'm like, ah, oh, I can't do that. But Akeem does a great job of bringing that right to the forefront of, of my thought process. And he says, "You better handle that." So you know, why run from your fear? face it head on and, and become a better individual. Now, that, that's awesome. Like, I think just the mindset you guys have about just having a team and just holding each other accountable. You know, I think um, it's been like a very real conversation. I think just even you guys just talking about like the grind or like what really goes into it. Or um, just even from like the resources that are out here, like, you know, a lot of times people will make excuses of like, I don't know where to start or I don't have anything where, you know, like you said, it's an inner thing, you know, it starts from the inside. Like, you know, how are you, how are you going to get going? And so um, just as we close, man, I just want to thank both of you um, just for the impact you guys are making um, in the community of New York. And um, just, just even for the conversation we had today and just, I think, even my, a lot of my listeners are going to take away from this is just the importance of having a team or just having the right people on your team that are going to hold you accountable. Exactly. <laughs> you know, and, and, you know, I, I, these guys always make, you know, they always make fun of me saying Mike always refers to basketball or something when he tried to teach. But, you know, you look at it, Jordan came to the squad, you know, Pippen was there. Like, all these ingredients were there to be a winning team. But they all had to understand each other and get their chemistry down mm. and then they understood who did what to make each other win so you know dennis rodman came in on the team as a as a guy who scored 40 in college so you know what i'm just here for the rebounds 
And he went for all the rebounds. You know, and, and, and as long as the team trusted each other, they're going to win. They're wow. going to find a way to win. And that's what it is. You know, like, sometimes I'm trying to figure something out. I've been looking at it in so many different angles. Akeem tells me, bro, just look at this right there. You know, keep it simple because that's, that's our rule. And, you know, it works itself out. No, that's amazing. It definitely is. And I know it's going to keep working itself out, even just going into the future for you guys. And I just I just wish you guys an incredible, you know, 2017, just with everything you're working on. And I'm just even excited to see, you know, what's in store for this year, man, because I know 2016 was definitely a good year for you guys. So just want to, now I just want to thank you both again just for being on the podcast. And I um, just want you to know I appreciate you. I appreciate you it too, and thank you, man. Stay blessed, man. Right. Oh. Oh. I know that I'm working.